episode 672 for March 2021. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song was, not was, is singing it, and they're walking the dinosaur. So why are we walking a dinosaur? Well, we're talking about Stegron's first appearance in this spider history with JR, and George is right there along with him talking about his favorite villain. Before we get uh, to the episode, I want to thank people that made this episode possible. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They got some exclusive episodes only available to members. They also got this particular episode two weeks ago. So they get episodes early, they get exclusive content, and they also get behind-the-scenes info. And they get their name read at the front end of each episode. So a thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy D, Josh, Kelly, King Heelbilly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah P, O Force 33, Sarah, Scott, Vankman, Will, hashtag something good for you, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, JB, J, Jared, John M, John P, Curtis, Matthew, Michael, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, Toby Z, Mitzi86, and Nick. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they made this episode possible for you to listen to. All right, let's get on with Stegron's first appearance. Welcome, George and JR. We're headed back to uh, March of 1974. JR, we've got the Spider-Mobile on the cover. Oh, boys and girls, you have no idea how special this month is. (laughs) This month is a special month because not only do we have um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man Classic Story where two... Two classic Spider-Man uh, um, events happen. Yes. But also this month is the debut of a very, very, very special villain. Uh, but don't reveal it yet. Oh, okay, let me go back. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no, don't spoil it yet. We got to build up to that. Okay. Build okay. Up to that. But anyway. Through ASM, yeah. Anyway, Amazing Spider-Man 30. All right. The story starts out with Spider-Man um, taking down a crew of colorfully dressed goons uh, who are talking about stealing something or blowing up a skyscraper or something. Uh, Spider-Man beats him, demands who the, know who the boss is, but before the guy can confess, his brain is fried. All right. We then go fried. Anyway, we, get in, we then go to a, a, pier, a pier in New York where the, where the villainous jackal who we just met in the prior issue is trying to uh, make a deal with Hammerhead. Not sure exactly what kind of deal he's trying to make. Uh, but It looks uh, like he's trying to get him to get inside the free candy van. I swear <laughs> to God, the Jackal is the creepiest, <laughs> most nonsensical villain in Spider-Man stable. <laughs> Which, and there's so uh, many of them, too. I've got a puppy in here, too, kid. So, but he, but anyway, well, so look he at that. Decides- he decides to rub a little salt in the wound, uh, 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 and so Hammerhead doesn't take too well to that. But this is all part of the Jackal's plan, you know, uh, whatever the heck that is. And and uh, it's, it's pretty apparent in these early issues that Conway really doesn't know. He doesn't know who the Jackal I mean, he's created the Jackal. But I don't think he's settled on who the jackal is, or what the jackal's motif is, or what is uh, what he's really up to. So, but you know, right now he's a mysterious costumed figure. So the scene, the scene, the scene shifts to the back. A couple of things you got to remember: one, Hammerhead and Doc Ock have been in a feud for well over a year now. Uh, you know, they tried to take over the crime, you know, the crime in New York City. Hammerhead got his ass kicked and his mob destroyed and had to leave the country. And Doc Ock decide to settle in Westchester with Aunt May. Uh, so Aunt May is living with Doc Ock in Westchester uh, because uh, <laughs> the uh, the late Gwen Stacy decided to tell the old bat to drop dead uh, one, one time when uh, 
Brian is just there shaking his head. I don't know if he's shaking his head at George's beard stroking. No, uh, I'm, I'm shaking my head at the thought of Aunt May and Doc Ock cooking up. I just there's not enough Vagisil in the world. Oh, oh Jesus! Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and, that's your and, fault, Brad. It's, it's nine fifteen on a, on a Saturday night. That, that's oh such nasty God. things get said about me in my innuendos. You know. And, <laughs> And George, George just comes in here. George he just hit me with a two by four. Is he what just <laughs> he just slides in there oh, no, with that, that crazy slimy <laughs> gooey Vagisil oh, comment. Oh God! You know? <laughs> okay, enough, enough. Keep going. All right. So anyway, took so, it too far, Jr. <laughs> like always, that's just what always she said. That's Stop. what she said. Uh, oh, <laughs> particularly God. with those tentacles of Doc Ox. You and but, Hortisec uh, again. The tentacles. Stop it. <laughs> So he's all anyway, anyway. So this is going on in the background too. Aunt May is keeping owls for Doc Ock um, because Gwen Stacy uh, earlier um, basically got tired of Aunt May treating Peter like a child, and so Gwen told her to grow up. You know that, that Peter's a yeah. grown man. Stop treating him like a child. So Aunt May took it personal right. um, and decided, well, I'm going to go live with Doc Ock then. Um, but the scene shifts to the Baxter Building. Yeah, yeah. All right. Spider-Man's dropping in on his old buddy, Johnny Storm, because as you know, they've been working on a project together. All right. Uh, and it's time for that project to see the light of day. So look at that thing. First in, and so this boys and girls look is at that our thing. first full color introduction to the spider mobile. As and also you can get it in a pop. Look at that thing. As Brad was, is bringing now, now, see, you can get it in a pop, but you can't get Spider Lizard in a pop. Was there, <laughs> was, was, there was there some kind of Marvel mandate that said, hey, if Johnny Storm doesn't appear in his own book, he's got to be half naked? What is that? Put on a shirt, <laughs> you loser. What is <laughs> Well, he, you know, he'd been busy the night before, and Spider Man was interrupting him early in the morning. You know, I mean, what a I'm, slacker. I'm sure that somebody, I'm sure that uh, Spider Man waited until Ooh. some lady made the walk of shame uh, out of the Baxter building. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, wow. Oh, and uh, so anyway, the, the, the spider mobile makes it and it's yeah. Spider-Man says, what a fiasco, uh, which it was because as, it. as everybody knows, boys and girls, it wasn't Jerry Conway's idea. Stan, uh, Stan apparently made a licensing agreement or something and, and told Jerry Conway to give him, give Spider-Man <laughs> a, a car, give him a car. Well, and roll it, is, baby, roll it. The, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, apparently, once Stan gave him the mandate, Stan didn't care what anybody did with the car, because <laughs> Conway took little shots at the car during his entire, oh, I love you know, it. and uh, and and eventually within and within a year or whatever, sent it to the bottom of the East River, I think, or the I Hudson think River. Some, I think I, at some point, didn't we establish that Peter didn't even have a driver's license? I don't think, he yeah, does, yeah, yeah, which is it's it's kind of funny uh, because. Uh, you know, so Johnny shows him like, well, okay, here's here's the windshield wipers, here's them, and here's what activates the spider signal, and here's what brings the web shooters out from your headlights, and here's the gas, says, it makes it go forward. This here's is a spring wheel, Pete. Yeah. And it turns out that uh, Spider Man can't drive, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he starts driving the road. In, in fact, what, what, what is it here? Uh, as the narration goes, the spider mobile swerves onto the wrong lane and a legend is born. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, indeed, because that oh, legend ooh. has it. The spider mobile has a very short life. It, like I said, it gets, it gets dropped into the river after about a year in issue one forty one. The Tinker re resurrects it for one issue in issue 160, and that is it. But for almost 50 years. I've loved the, this thing. I, I loved it when it first appeared. Did you, did you guys for love almost it? Fi it has been, well, it, I thought it was stupid, but then again, you know, I, I mean, I know it stupid, was the, it's, it's it was the 70s. I, I want to see Spider-Man swinging around, not uh, driving the love bug. It was the 70s. What is this? Slepka Wonderbug. There you go. Yeah. Or whatever. That's what it does. It looks like it looks like the like there was a uh, one of the it, it, not Herbie, but uh, it looks like a there was something called Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch or whatever, which is talking cars. And that's what it looks like. Um, and apparently Jerry Conway thought the same thing as we'll find out later. Hey, anyway, we find out that Spider-Man really cannot drive. 
And so Johnny Storm says, stops him and says, I am not going to be an accessory to mass murder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so Johnny Storm has to teach Sp- Spider-Man how to drive. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, anyway, after, um, you know, after Spider-Man wrecks havoc, um, we, pulling a cane. Yeah. Doc, <laughs> yeah. He's pulling a cane and watching. He's watching. Uh, we take a couple of page detour as uh, a scheming Doc Ock. So Doc Ock is, you know, basically, you know, uh, I've got some nefarious plan in motion, and and May, Parker, that. and May Parker is involved, and uh, ha Spider Man delivered it to me, and ha ha, you know, all cards of ambiguous stuff. Which um, so we take a, you know. Um, so we take a couple of page details. Spiderman calls uh, his aunt May, uh, you know, and um, checks in on her. Of course, like I said, she's you know keeping house for Doctor Octopus. Uh, further complicating the things is uh, Mary Jane decides to drop in on Peter uh, because, as you saw in it, we saw in issue 127, Professor Warren went to Mary Jane and said, "Why isn't Peter showing up to any of my classes?" Uh, and uh, so Mary Jane says, well, here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to keep you from being even more of a failure in college than you already are. And uh, Peter, Peter says, oh, great. You know, all I need is Mary Jane hanging around because if she's all around my neck, I can't change the Spider-Man or find the Spider-Mobile. Yeah, so, it's, it, it sucks to have this attractive redhead around all the time. It, it does. It <laughs> what does. a drag. I mean, he'd, he'd, rather dri- he'd rather drive the Spider-Mobile than hang out with Mary Jane. So, uh, By the know. way, check out what they're listening to. They got the new Aretha Franklin album they're getting ready to listen to. Oh, you know, young people. They probably <laughs> Aretha Franklin. They, they lose all inhibitions. With great power comes great R-E-S-P-E-C-T, that's, evidently. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's baby making music right there, Brad. <laughs> Hey baby, let's put on some Aretha. <laughs> so that is so that's how it worked for you? No. <laughs> oh, okay. You sure okay. as heck wasn't Engelberg Humperdinck, I'll tell you right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to say I'd, how it happened for me was uh Oh no, uh, good good. We're sharing this. Okay. <laughs> Well, we'll have that. We'll have that on uh, spider spider history after dark. I, uh, I don't know what's more inappropriate: the current uh, the current uh, conversation or Peter's sweater right there. I like that sweater. I don't know why. I, hey, that, that sweater shows up later. You know, I like I that mean, sweater. I give it a B. I think <laughs> I think I, I think that's I think that's a sweater Peter's wearing when he when he plants a, the big one on Mary Jane in issue 143 before he that's flies right. to France. I, yes, uh, I remember that. So, but uh, anyway, MJ references the uh, Christmas party at Betty Branch, which is going to happen in a few days. So, I mean, that figures in later. All right. Days later, more cost, yellow costume goons like the ones at the beginning of the issue uh, are pulling off another robbery, which is interrupted by Spider-Man. But Hammerhead shows up. These are Hammerhead's goons. Not today. And Hammerhead. Of course, Spider-Man, of course, is laughing like a maniac, uh, you know, webbing up the goons in a Spider-Mobile. But um, Hammerhead takes out both Spidey and the Spider-Mobile. So then after Spider-Man, you know, after Spider-Man comes to and he sees the cops are investigating the Spider-Mobile, the cops come and they can't believe what they're looking at. One of them asks, <laughs> one of them asks, what do you suppose this monstrosity is? Dave. The other, the other, <laughs> you got me. It looks like a refugee from a kitty show. Um, you know, like I said, the Spiremobile, not even in his first appearance, is getting any love from Jerry Conway. No. So Spider-Man just happens to, uh, anyway, it just so happens that as Spider-Man's getting away, he finds this envelope addressed to Aunt May conveniently sticking out of the snow. Oh, one of the burglars must have left it behind. Well, no, the, the jackal left it behind. So Spider-Man would find it because the jackal mm-hmm. wants to pit Spider-Man, Doc Ock, and Hammerhead at each other's throats. So they kill it. So they all kill each other. Um, but uh, so we're not going to find out what the mysterious contents of this envelope are for a little while. But uh, mm. once we find out what it is, oh, it's it's a it's a barn burner, boys and girls. Um, so Spider-Man happens to find that envelope. And uh, let's see here. And now Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man mentions now that he knows why. Because remember, boys and girls, if you listen to podcast number three hundred and sixty nine. <laughs> all right. Back in 2015. Uh, oh, we, did, no. 
<laughs> we did amazing. We look, took a look at Amazing Spider-Man number one nineteen, uh, which was the uh, one nineteen and one twenty, which was the That's guest the Hulk. Star, the Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah. And uh, there was this French lawyer who was trying, kept trying to get in contact with Peter because he had to tell him something important. But the lawyer got killed before he could tell Peter what it was. Oh, okay. And it turns out that Doc Ock had the lawyer killed. Uh, because so we wouldn't interrupt his master plan, which we, we're going to find out what it is here fairly quickly. Real quick, before you progress too much, I think Jerry Conway invented something in 1974, uh, uh, 10 years before. Did you know that the Spider-Mobile was the very first Transformer? It could, <laughs> He transformed his car from the Spider-Mobile to that thing with a push of a button. Isn't that crazy? I don't know if that's the first Transformer, dude. <laughs> is, this, is, is this is this real or is this like a Ditko picture or something? No, the, 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 you know, it's just totally a figment of your imagination. No, listen, the yeah. Japanese were, too, were way ahead of a lot of people on when it comes to sci-fi stuff. So, well, 1974, that car transformed. Yeah, I bet the Japanese had already done it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so Peter's going. So we're going to the Christmas party. But uh, after mentioned that uh, Mayor Jane mentioned a few uh, a little while ago, and <laughs> Peter drives the car there and transforms it. But what I want to know is, yeah, as hard as it is to drive in New York, how do you park in New York? <laughs> I mean, Peter just pulls up in an alley or pulls up on the side of, the, and he parks the car. You don't do that in New there, York, do you? There would literally be no reason if you lived in New York to own a car. No, not at all. Not none which, whatsoever. Which obviously probably is something that Conway figured out too when Stan asking <laughs> to put the car in. Uh, and if, if you uh, need a car and you're in New York, you rent a car. Yeah, uh, but it's like he par- so he parks the car and it's like, what makes you think it's going to be there after? <laughs> you get back one is either going to be stripped or it's going to be towed. You but- know, you know, uh, we were talking about the spider mobile in the most recent issue of black cat. She's stolen it. She put it back together and stole, stole it from him. And, and Felicia was like, well, he's not been using it. So the spider mobile has been a recurring joke oh, man. for decades. It's, 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 it's great. Funny. Just like this other recurring joke that's coming up, it's it's dumb, but yeah. in a way, it's it's beloved because it is so dumb. Yeah. Um, so, but so so Peter decides to go to this party, uh, yeah. but as it turns out, uh, you know MJ is there trying to get him under the mistletoe, but uh, <laughs> Jonah is uh, but Jonah's there also because nothing makes a party like J. Jonah Jameson. No doubt. Um, and um, so. Jonas says, Peter, I'm going to finally give you a Christmas bonus. I'm going to give you uh, one of my own personal cigars. Uh, well, between between that and uh, Mary Jane continuing to try to uh, get him under the mistletoe, Peter has pretty well had enough. So he says, I guess this is the time for me to go into a dark room and read this mysterious letter that I've had in my back pocket this whole time. Um, and then um, so he opens it up, and, and now he realizes – Oh my God! I I know what's going on now. Uh, but actually, before he before he he does it, he says, "I'm not ready to get into another romance." He says, "I uh, I'm thinking about Gwen. She's uh, all I can think about is her, and she's dead now." Uh, and I'm thinking, well, Peter, keep that thought uh, because it's going to be the same thought you're going to be holding in your head for another <laughs> 700 issues wow. through clone sagas and clone conspiracies yeah. and everything like that. So just keep I'm holding the- on to that. Oh, Vickman again! Thank you, Vickman. He oh. says, uh, giving Spider-Man of all people a supercar is a head scratcher until you remember Stanley once demanded that Iron Man's helmet be drawn with a nose. Then a year later asked why Iron Man has a nose and to get rid of it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I, uh, I remember that. They, Iron Man also yeah. had uh, uh, roller skates, too, if I remember correctly. <laughs> this was this was something. Yep. Uh, uh, where, where Lee specifically asked for it to uh, uh, Spiderman be given a car so he could merchandise it, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but then then didn't care whether or not Conway wrecked it, uh, which he, he subsequently did. Uh, but anyway, so Spider-Man, Peter, Peter reads the note, says, "Oh my God, now I know what's go- what's happening," uh, and he says, "But I won't take the Spidermobile to Westchester because that'll be too slow." So he yeah. leaves the Spidermobile at Westchester. I mean, he leaves the Spidermobile parked somewhere, and it's like. Yeah, good luck in it being there when you get back. No. Um, but he finds out in the last panel as he's peeking in the window. Oh, no. 
Doc Ock is Marion Aunt May. Oh, God. What a cliffhanger that was, honestly. What a cliffhanger that Man. was, boys and girls. Classic moment. Well, as we find out in the next issue, um, Spider-Man says, well, how am I going to break into the, uh, how am I going to break into this and uh, save Aunt May? Because all Doc Ock's goons are there and Aunt May will get hurt. Well, Hammerhead takes care of that issue for him. Bursts in, um, Doc Ock spirits Aunt May away into a helicopter. Uh, where they're going to, and they fly away and then Hammerhead gets his own helicopter and Spider-Man decides to hitch a ride to that. We find out that Doc Ock and Aunt May are going to a, a Canadian Island because here it is. And this is a direct quote, boys and girls. Yes, this is the terrible secret. This is the MacGuffin that Doc Ock and Hammerhead have been after for all this time and why the Frenchy lawyer got killed back in uh, podcast number 369. <laughs> which if you, uh, you know, which, you know, again, you know, it's, you're like an editor's note. I love it. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm promoting this, this crawl space, Brad. I mean, I appreciate so it. People have to, you know, the, the, the crawl space and Spire have history, have a rich history together of nothing but truth and, you know, and, and, and preaching the Spire. Man mythology, but um, anyway, so yes, this is the terrible secret. May Parker has inherited the most modernly. Pri- no, wait, oh, wait, wait a minute. I think. Oh, okay. No, first of all, we find out this island has one of the richest supplies of uranium found in nature, and one of the world's most sophisticated nuclear breeding reactors to match. There you go. So yes, this is the secret. May Parker has inherited the most modern, privately owned atomic processing plant in the world. Wow. A plant that in the wrong hands could produce weapons powerful enough, you know, to for a madman to wreck incredible havoc. Okay, so I can't. Okay, I, I, okay, the Spider Mobile, I can <laughs> handle. Doc Ock, Marionette May, I can yeah. handle. You know, clones, can't, I can handle. Can't take that island, can you? But we're, we're going to hear more about this very soon. Who is who? Is, how do you who left in <laughs> May and I the island? You you stumped Jr. He's broken. He can't even form a sentence. <laughs> who left Aunt May and a uranium rich island with a nuclear processing plant yeah, on or a processing plant on it? Can, is that even possible? I like what Nintendo says. Well, were Peter and Mary Jane invited to the wedding? Betty Brant? No, 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 no. Just no, goons. No. Goons and Ock were invited to the wedding. Doc was doing this on the sly because he wanted to marry Aunt May so yeah. he could have legal claim to the uranium-rich island with a nuclear facility on it. And it's privately yeah. owned. Yeah. How? Yeah, he lost a fortune. Lost a fortune on that one, too. <laughs> And who was this? Who who left it? We never find out who <laughs> left this island to Aunt May. Holy cow! Well, no uh, like I said, I can't I can't wrap my head around it. But anyway, so uh, Spider Man fights Doc Ock to save Aunt May. Uh, he beats Doc Ock. Um, Hammerhead gets in a fight with Doc Ock. Spider Man, you know, finds a, an airplane uh, that he can fly because remember, in the previous issue, it was established that Spider Man cannot drive does not know how to drive however spider-man can get into an airplane and of course conway explains it oh look this this plane has been re- retrofitted uh so even an idiot can pilot it it's like the, the guy can't drive he was established we can't, can't drive but he can fly an airplane i mean it's like what you know is it an on off button and an up down what you can't fly you can't just fly an airplane Matt wants to know if uh, they were trying to introduce the Spider-Mobile to be similar to the Batmobile. Because Batman goes from sky uh, top of uh, buildings to the buildings, kind of like Spider-Man does. But he does have a car. Yeah. To be honest, you know, I, I don't think anything was on Stan's mind other than, ooh, I could license Cash a car. car. Yeah. The yeah. I, yeah. I, I, there I was no absolutely no story. I don't even, you know, it, it's, in fact, uh, uh, <laughs> Stan, Stan, you know, I, I don't know. I was about to say there's a there's a, a new book coming out about Stan, which isn't very flattering. But uh, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, Stan's uh, Stan was an interesting dude. Um, but uh, anyway, so the new so Spider-Man is able to fly this plane, even though he can't drive a car. He's able to fly the plane back to New York. Uh, Doc Ock and Hammerhead confront each other, and Hammerhead decides to run into 
the controls of the nuclear processing facility, blows it up, of course. Yeah. Now, this thing, and you know, Brad, take us to the big splash page of the oh, island I, blowing up. I don't have that. I don't have it queued up. That's that's oh, not the issues we're reviewing this month. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, it's the end of the story. So, yeah, yeah. But anyway, in addition to inheriting the island, the island blows up, and Spiderman and Aunt May are still close enough to at least get a lethal dose of radiation. Yeah. And probably as this thing is blown up, there's probably going to be this radioactive cloud all over the northern hemisphere, you know, which, of course, is never dealt with again. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Anyway. So the issue ends with uh, Mary Jane still at the party waiting for Peter, finally deciding he's not going to come back. Betty Brandt decides to ask her how she really feels about Peter. Mary Jane says, uh, I like him too much to love him. Can you dig it? Uh, <laughs> Groovy baby. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of that story. But anyway, classic, classic story. Aunt May should have gotten superpowers from that explosion. <laughs> She did. She gets younger each decade. Yeah, that's true. That's her, that's her I guess she starts to de-age or something. But <laughs> it's one of those things where you know you you know that's uh, again seventy storytelling. But holy yeah. cow, the the inherited island, and yeah. then the like I said, the thing should have spewed off enough radiation to have contaminated the entire northern hemisphere. Yeah. So. Uh, hey, boys and girls, it was the seventies. Yeah. But are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for it? It is the coming of Stegron, the dinosaur man. Oh, are you ready? George, are you prepared? I mean, I, I for JR's interpretation of your favorite character. I mean, I, I mean, we've covered this on Fight Club in, in, yeah. a, in a far more comprehensive and cogent, <laughs> and, and cogent manner than what we're about to have. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm curious as to what, uh, you know, what uh, 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 uninformed, maybe, is that a good way to say it? Musings JR may throw our way uh, after his cursory glance through this, after having not read it for uh, how many decades? Uh, but yeah, sure. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. The coming of Jr.'s interpretation yeah, of Stegron's. First yeah, whatever. Appearance. But All see, right. we're gonna do we're gonna do a, a more th- enriched retelling other than George, who chooses to focus narrowly on the fights. Just think, you know? we've only got two books left. You got forty minutes left, man. You could you could pad this one out as much as you want. Well. <laughs> We we go to the first page and it pretty well it pretty well tells us what we're in for. Marvelites, you're about to witness the villain event of the year. The coming <laughs> of Stagron the dinosaur man. Yeah. And I already truth in advertising right there. Truth in advertising. I already have heart palpitations and that's dangerous <laughs> for a guy my age. So if I just, if I just drop dead about halfway through the storytelling, you know, you guys will have to pick up for me, you know, and, and carry it on. So anyway, so Spider-Man's getting a lift to the, uh, to the savage land. Yeah. All right. Uh, because, um, <clears throat> yeah, it Lord did. of the hidden jungle. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, the story starts out with Spider-Man parachuting in down in Antarctica, because as we know, Antarctica is the secret hiding place of the Savage Land. Savage um, Land. And I'm surprised that he doesn't meet Richard Boone and the last dinosaur do you, uh, do you as think, well. Do you think Marvel could pull off the Savage Land and MCU? Mm-hmm. Do you think we could do the Savage Land with dinosaurs and everything? Mm-hmm. It's probably too tempting not to try. Yeah, uh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, listen, it'd, it'd be Marvel Jurassic Park is what it'd be. Listen, listen the longer the MCU movies go on, we're going to see it at some point. We're going to yeah. see the Savage Land. Yeah. I was about to say, if we're going to get Shang-Chi and we're going to get the Eternals. I'm Kazar's <laughs> coming, baby. Oh, my Lord. But anyway, so Spider-Man's parachute and he flashes back uh, to how he got started in this. Well, he got started because Dr. Connors put a personal ad in the paper again, looking for him. Uh, Man, so, if they know, only had se- cell phones in 74. <laughs> he didn't like, put out a personal ad. Actually, yeah, I, actually, wait a minute. I think he did. Never mind. Yes, I, think I, I, I think JR's right about this. Oh, man. You I, I called... 
you called Doc Spider-Man. Thank heavens. I was afraid you wouldn't receive my message in time. No sweat, Doc. I read the personals every day. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh -huh. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is right there. Here, so, pull it up. I read the so, personals every day, even the column. So while Spy yeah. so Peter's, you know, scouring the ads for a woman. Uh, <laughs> that's what, how now what would Peter Parker's personal ad that's that's kind of a tongue twister, Peter Parker personal ad say. Uh, if you like pina coladas. <laughs> you like getting caught in a web? Getting you caught. like upside down kisses. <laughs> so, so anyway, so this is the well, second no, no, time. Your turn. What would Peter's personal ad say? Uh, let's see here. Uh, look, look, let's see here. Looking for, uh, an eight legged, uh, an, an eight legged arachnid to spend some cozy time in a sticky gooey webbing. Um, Ooh. you could bring your web and, you know, bring your web shooters. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that anyway. didn't go very well. <laughs> well you and George just leaves. George's done. <laughs> yeah, you that, that's what he thinks of your personal. <laughs> You know, you guys ought to know better. You guys oh. ask, you know, so, so anyway, so like, you know, so this is the second time in as many months uh, that Doc Connors has uh, uh, reached Spider-Man and via the personal ads, you know, Doc, I think you misunderstand the nature of our relationship. So, but anyway, so, so Connor says, no, 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 no. I need a favor from you, Spider-Man. And it's no small favor. Oh, I've been, uh, I had an assistant, Dr. Vincent Stegron. Yep. Here, where is that? Uh, it's coming up. And, and we were working on a cell regeneration experiment with dino DNA given yeah. to us, given to us by Kazar. And we were experimenting using dinosaur tissue in a similar way that we were using lizard stuff that turned me into the lizard. Yep. Well, the, pro the results of that project uh, might not only have negatively impacted Doctor Stegron, but also the world. Have we ever? Have we ever seen? Because this is this is Doctor Stegron right there. Have we ever seen what his normal face looks like? Yes, we have. We it have. Was, okay. It was in the one of the either Lethal Foes of Spider Man or oh, Superior, we've, you know, we've seen his face. You know, okay. where he was uh where um Vincent Stagron was just kind of hanging around, you know, and then the okay. supervillain zapped him and turned him into Stagron. Well, we, we've seen his face. I don't remember. So we have so we have seen what he looks like. But anyway, about eight days ago, he stole the serum and went into the savage land. Fled, he went to the only place on earth where it could be put to optimum use. I'm begging you, Spider-Man, go to the Savage Land and find Vincent Stegron. Vincent Stegron. So I, wow. I mean, I had to take a break there to, you know, kind of collect <laughs> myself, you know, just thinking for how much awesomeness, how much sheer awesomeness is going to happen afterwards. So Spider-Man calls in a fury. Fury calls in a favor from Nick Fury, um, and uh, uh, for helping him out with uh, and him and Captain America out with a gray gargoyle a yeah. few issues back in in Marvel team up. So Fury lends him a jet and pilots and uh, lets him you know he takes but off into the Savage Land. You know what happens when he lands? He loses his center spider on his suit. Look at the spider's gone. Where'd the, where'd the spider go? That's a rough landing. <laughs> I never noticed that. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe Tony Stark made this costume for him and uh, the little spider flew off, you know, I, I tell you what, it's like Jack Kirby drew him. <laughs> so Spider-Man yeah. lands on the, uh, he lands on the Savage Land. He lands on in the Savage Land. Uh, and Where does he uh, land? He is in the Savage Land. Lands in the Savage Land, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you can watch that episode on TV land. Um, and, uh, right next to reruns of land of the giants. Um, that makes me wonder Jr. Ooh, what, really what, if, wonder. what if, what if, okay. If it hadn't been major Nelson that landed on that deserted beach and found genie, but instead had been Vincent Stegron. Hmm. 
then you'd have I Love Genie, but with Stegron instead of Major and Nelson. It'd be I Love Dinosaurs. Well, the show would probably still be running today. You know? <laughs> For the most part. And, you know, Larry Hagman probably never would have been. In fact, uh, you oh, know, who, 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 who would have been J.R. Ewing then? I mean, if not Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman would have gone back to uh, working in a Chinese laundry or something. You Ste- know? Stegron goes on base, has to go meet uh, Dr. Bellows. Uh, Dr. Bellow says something. Stegron gets pissed off, backhands him across the room, calls him a hairless ape. I dream of dinosaurs. Very yeah. good. Hold a sec. Yeah. I like that. So, but uh, anyway, so I mean, you guys are you guys are over embellishing. You guys are making some stuff up now. I'm okay. going to return to the. I'm going to return to the story as it was told. So Sparman lands in the Savage Land. Loses his spider uh, <laughs> and is immediately beset by dinosaurs who intend on turning him into dino chow. Well, but he realizes that he can't take them all. But suddenly he hears a, a, a battle cry. And I'm certain that this probably sounds an awful lot like a Tarzan. But he just well, calls Spider-Man a hoe. Hoe long necks. <laughs> No, that's no long necks. Okay. If it's a so, long neck, Greg, he's not referring to Spider-Man. He's oh, he's talking to, to the dinosaurs. Yeah, he's calling the dinosaurs a because, hoe because some of the dinosaurs have have long necks, Brad. Like yeah, but he's calling them hoes. No, that's not. That, <laughs> and, and, and I'm accused of making things up. <laughs> no, I, no, I, look, hold yeah. up, hold up, hold up. Hoe is another word of like greetings. It, it, it's like another word for greeting, like hello, hey there, ho. Not anymore. It's not. Oh. <laughs> You're a terrible human being. I know. Ho. So Kazar, Kazar says, "No long necks, beware you who would dare hurt Kazar's friend." So Kazar helps Spidey fight the dinosaurs. Spidey and Kazar says, "Well, what are you doing here? You haven't been here since Roy Thomas wrote filling issues." <laughs> Of amazing Spider-Man. Never been here since Roy Thomas's filling issue. That's good. <laughs> so, so and you haven't been here since the first appearance of Gog. You know, uh, I mean, what are you? Are you? Are uh, did you come back to try to reclaim Gog? You know, so uh, you know he could he could appear in uh, in some padded stories to uh, keep uh, keep the reader keep from addressing the kindred mystery. And Spider-Man says, "No, no, no, not yet." Uh, actually, I came looking for Vincent Stegron, who apparently came down here to set himself up as some kind of king. Okay, what? make Spider-Man reach that conclusion. (laughs) Dr. Connors didn't say anything about that. Dr. Connors is actually worried about what will happen to Stegron. He didn't say anything about, Oh, by the way, I think he's going to become a megalomaniac and try to rule all the dinosaurs. So I don't know why Spider-Man makes that assumption, but I guess we, we only have what 17 pages or something like that. So we got to move the, we got to move the plot along. So Kazar says, ah, yes. The jungle winds have spoken of this one. I will lead you to him. I'm thinking jungle winds. Is that like dinosaur farts or something? You know, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, the jungle. What are the jungle winds? Uh, So I have heard of tales, uh, tales of the one who now camps in the village of the swamp men and has proclaimed himself Lord of the long tails. <laughs> it's Spider-Man's being the, uh, being the vast intellect that he is says, well, if long tails means dinosaurs, <laughs> I have a hunch it's Stagron. <laughs> Well, Spider-Man, good job. (laughs) (laughs) What a mind. What a mind. I thought Batman was the great detective. Evidently, it's (laughs) Spider-Man. Nothing gets past old Spidey. Oh, man. But they don't get far in the land of the Swamp Men. Because the Swamp Men come gunning for them. And after a titanic battle, they capture them. And they take them to a temple. But we have a little narration here first that says one could scarcely believe that the golden maned jungle man was once Kevin Plunder, scion of an English lord. Scion. 
Scion. Scion. Whatever. That's, that's how you say that. That's not sure where that is on the thing. Wait a minute. I thought Scion was like C Y A N and meant blue. No, that's Cyan. <laughs> oh, I, wait a minute. No, wait. I thought that was the country that the king and Anna were in in that musical. No, that's Siam. <laughs> oh. No, wait a minute. I thought that was that Dr. Oh, Seuss. my God. Keep going. I thought that, that was that Dr. Seuss. In the name Seuss. of God, keep going. Uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I admire the skill right now. Don't get me wrong. I I, I, I admire That was on the fly. I, no. You're not a young man. <laughs> right? I mean, like, cognitively, you've, you've probably been deteriorating for a while now. But that was that was sharp, JR. It looks I'm, like I, Thanos just snapped. So he's dissolving. <laughs> By the way, look how scared. Kazar is when he sees Stegron for the first time. Look at that. He's petrified. Yeah. Well, actually, I think he's what he's petrified of is that people re are reading the narration realize that he's nothing more than a ripoff of Tarzan. Because in, uh, in reality, what's happening is he, he knows what's coming and he knows that that no, that they're not prepared for it. That, that they're going to get curb stomped like narcs in a biker rally. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I was thinking. I, I you know I could. I was thinking that he's more terrified that he realized that his story was told by a better by somebody else uh, about fifty years prior, uh, yeah. and uh, that he's nothing more than a shameless ripoff. Uh, so, are, are you ready for the first panel? Of uh, I don't know if anybody is ready for the first. Here it comes. There he is. Oh, first time ever shown. Stegron, right there. I mean, it's not. Anyway, the Swamp Man, they drag Kazar, Spider-Man, and Zabu to the Temple of the Lizard King. He's not just a man. He's a, <laughs> a dinosaur, dinosaur man. man. Do you guys understand now? Half man, man, half dinosaur. Yeah. When, when, when Stegron hit, Stegron hit for me right at that age where as a child, all you can think about is dinosaurs. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't know what comics collecting was. My mom would buy me comics, you know, Spidey comics. And then I would draw dinosaurs in them because I thought that it would make it better if there were just more dinosaurs and everything. Because that's where I was mentally. And then comes along this man, this dinosaur, dinosaur man. man. <laughs> and this, this, this half blue, man, half, half dinosaur. dinosaur. This blew my shit away when I was a kid. Man. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God. You know, yeah. this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. What, what, uh, what would you do if the, would this look cool on, on film? Uh, if done correctly. And I don't know necessarily that I trust the MCU film universe to do this correctly. If they get to the Kazar movie, why not? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I just don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't have much faith. Sometimes I have uh, enormous faith in Marvel, and then other times I'm like, oh, look. look I, then other times I think of the first Doctor Strange movie. He's half Stegosaurus. <laughs> yep. So I, you know, half man, half dinosaur. Half dinosaur. Yep. Neither Kazar nor Spider Man nor the comic book reader is prepared for this awesome event. And, and it is, you know, and it, and it showed on Kazar's face that, and the fact that Kazar realizes he's a ripoff and everybody is going to realize that he's a ripoff. Did you know in his second panel, Stegron starts cussing? I mean, I, Stegron, I knew such ass. You would be set after me. That's as, not That's ass. ass. Well, see, because whatever <laughs> turned a man into an orange half man, half dinosaur. Okay. Brad, um, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about context clues and, and how to use them, how to use them like a big boy. But okay. I knew such ass. <laughs> you would be sent after me. You know, I, I want to say I knew such ass. I, 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 I wanted to make a point of uh, oh, the, the, I knew the, such ass. The, the serum <laughs> transforming Stegron speech patterns to where he added unnecessary S's to everything. But Brad just totally. Ruined it. Well, I don't, yeah. I cannot do anything with it. I can't is, do cool things like so-called science. <laughs> Would be too narrow and frightened and narrow-minded. Science. You permit me to carry out my plans unhindered. Read that, read, read that first sentence, you, Jr. You, you're you're doing the wrong part. You're like plan. It's not plans. It's plans. But it's all plans. drawn out. I knew 
such ass. Such ass. After me. So, I mean, it's not just such ass. I I don't even want to continue to be honest, but I knew such ass. I knew such ass. <laughs> yes. <sighs> I think we should all rest. <laughs> I mean, I, I I I was ready to go with a big, you know, full throated, you know, Kazar saying, "Never, you'll never rule the Savage Land." And Stagron says, ah, "I see." You know, it's almost like Ricardo Montalban. You know, ah. <laughs> Look, you know, look at I the seek not revenge is addition. Anyway, I seek not look. to rule the savage land. I seek to rule the world. Uh, look, okay, look, at the, look, look at the cold calculating the cold calculating mind of a reptile all over that panel. Yeah, you know this this just the 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 pure sinister threat this thing represents. This this thing this this half man half dinosaur represents. By the way, I, I think Nintendo has uh, figured it out. Uh, well, no, 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 not this comment. Um, the third S saves the word from being a cuss word. <laughs> yeah, I was going to point that out earlier, but I'm like, there's, there's three S's, not two. But oh, you wanted my. you wanted the S so bad. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you, it's like you needed it to be ass. Well, see, you know. George and I were trying to keep this to be a highbrow intellectual discussion, and Brad, and Brad just had to take it into the gutter. He just had to take it into the gutter with his oh. dirty thoughts and dirty minds and things like that. Oh so, I mean, and I mean, in, in a really serious—I mean, this is a serious story here. Okay, you know, I mean, we have, we have we have the introduction of one of the most significant villains in the Marvel universe. You know, a half man, half dinosaur, and you have to bring in these juvenile. Porn you task me is what Stegron says from Hornacek, yeah. So anyway, so Stegron leaves. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna start you know getting his master plan in motion. Uh and leaves you know Spider Man Spider Man and Kazar to fight the swamp man. Uh so you know, so so Stagron goes to his massive ship arc, and he he has the dinosaurs follow him on it because he's going to take the dinosaurs to New York City on a boat. <laughs> and so he gets them, he gets some of them on the boat, and Kazar and Spider Man come, and so. When he sees Kazar, Stegron decides to turn the remaining dinosaurs loose on in a dinosaur stampede. And you can you can just read this if the world above in the world above men called cowboys think they know the meaning of the word stampede. <laughs> but let any one of them stand witness to the herd of primordial beasts. Oh, I mean, I tell you, when you have beast and you do after that, it's almost too much. The countless tons of uncontrolled fury that thunder toward the village of the swamp man this day. You're going to kill the old man, George. I mean. And it's even money. Sad the old cowboy would return to the bunkhouse and hang up his spurs. Good. That's how awesome a dinosaur stampede is. And now you can understand why the Lucasfilm story group on their big white board, in addition to things like inclusion, diversity, added dinosaurs. There's only one thing scarier than a herd of dinosaurs. What's that? A herd of Karens. <laughs> oh. So, but Stegron then, like I said, and Stegron, he he uh, he, he, gra- he uh, tries to, you know, motivate his dinosaurs. In the past, your brains were too small to sample to survive mm-hmm. against the elements, but now they have the superior brain. Of Stegron to lead them. JR, I'm, I'm legitimately scared you're going to have a stroke. 
<laughs> I, I feel like I, I speak on behalf of everyone when I say Shy Town says spectacular reading, Jr. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I got a Shy Town story just in a minute here. Oh, well, actually, I'll okay. tell it right now. Oh, in a pre in in a previous in actually an amazing two o two. The letters page. I would have remembered it, but Hornacek was put was uh, was was pushing me. Uh, where the letters page addressed the events of Spider-Man 195, uh, where um, you know Aunt May supposedly died, and so the Black Cat, and they listed everybody's name who wrote in mm. to address that issue, to address 195, every name and address, and I oh. looked, and Shy Town's <laughs> name was not on them. Among it, and I'm thinking, Shy Town, yeah. where were you? Were you slipping? Why weren't you on this list of all these names commenting on yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 195? I blame, you know, uh, I, I blame the methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> so By the way, Dinamis is saying something about Tallulah Bankhead. You have to do the Tallulah Bankhead impression to get Stegron right. Oh wow! Man. I, Didymus, how old are you? Because that is really that's so old. That is really. Uh, I mean, by the oh, by the way, Tallulah Bankhead played a villainous uh, in season one of the uh, Batman TV show. Should have. Uh, oh, what yeah. was the name of that villainous? Alan, who knows? I I believe it was the. Uh, you know, about about this, I believe it was the Black Widow. I oh. better Tallulah, Bankhead, Batman. By the way, we're getting up to the very first time Spider-Man ever suffered Stegron's tail. Get the first time Spidey ever got hit by the tail. It's it's not good. Spider-Man. Oh, she played. Yeah, Black Widow. Tallulah Bankhead played Black Widow. On the first season of Batman. Batman. So boys, boys and girls, this is what spider history brings to you. And she died not too, uh, too long after that from double pneumonia. Mm. And the boogie woogie flu. No, no, literally just double pneumonia. There was no boogie woogie flu. There's no boogie woogie flu. Couldn't breathe anymore. (laughs) So spider history (laughs) brings you... Not only do not unlike Friday night, Jr. said a doctor, ma'am. We've got pneumonia, and the we focus on a small aspect. We bring all of the richness of popular culture. Jesus, going back fifty years. We bring something. We bring something here. Spider-Man kicks Stegron. Go. All right. So (laughs) Spider-Man tries to fight Stegron, but Stegron is just too awesome. Stegron gets away in his flying arc with the dinosaurs. No, 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 no! Don't you look over it. Don't you look over it. Look at this first hit. Bam! To date, no answer for the tail. Brad, how many how many Stegron fights have we looked at? Dozens. Never. He has no answer. Spider-Man can do anything. Spider-Man. He can beat the X-Men. That's Tuesday for Spider-Man. Hey, hey, X-Men. They call him. Hey, X-Men. How's it going? Yes, I can pencil you in to beat your ass (laughs) this Tuesday. Does every Tuesday work for you? Because I got plenty to go around. I'm handing out ass whoopings at the door, Xavier. No, that's ass whoopings. Spider-Man can do anything. Yeah, Fire Lord, I can beat your ass right after the X-Men. I got, I, I got, I got a half hour for you after I fight Juggernaut. All right, cool. He has no answer for Stegron's tail. Nope, every time Stegron shows, and every time Spider-Man's like, God, oh my God. I forgot how fast that tail is. Look at that. He even mentions Missouri mules. And it's a, yeah, it's a Missouri mule. So I'm not so sh- to be honest. I think that kind of undercuts the the power of the tail if oh, he's comparing it to my ass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you just gutted, George, Brad just gutted your argument by bringing up Missouri, there you by comparing go. it with Missouri. Nintendo so. says your website back in the day, JR, should have been called Spider-Man Kicks Ass. <laughs> Not but. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, I, I could have. when JR knew such ass. <laughs> Well, after 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 Jr. had his two kids, he stopped knowing ass altogether. So, wow! <laughs> oh God! 
Well, anyway, we still have a comic book to get through. Yeah, we do. We got six minutes. You've done 30 minutes uh, on this damn thing. So, but it's Stagron. Yeah. I mean, God, we could devote. How, George, how long? How much time? 15 part series. To, to Stagron. You know, I mean, there's there's not enough. Anyway, no. so uh, holy cow, I'm going bald. Uh, anyway, uh, just now notice that <laughs> that's just in. Breaking <laughs> I mean, news out of, out of Ohio. Look at my old man line. loses hair. Look at my hairline. Oh <laughs> my god, dude, you were dude, you shaved your head like, like no, a like you're not getting dude, back. Do, do I have age spots too? Uh, spots, and- yeah. Anyway, you didn't think so old, old man time has his tail. Like. So, so <laughs> anyway, tail. speaking of tails, we talked about Stegron's tail. Okay, okay. So at the end of the issue, Stegron gets away. All right. But Spider-Man spins a web and latches onto a pterodactyl. Yeah. And he takes the pterodactyl to Stegron's arc and latches onto that and flies. And he's going to fly to New York with Stagron next issue, Spider-Man and black Panther versus versus the menace. Wait a minute. Does it count? If like menace has an S sound, but it's a C menace. It's called menace. uh, Stagron (laughs) dinosaurs on Broadway. (laughs) Somebody asked me one time. They did what? They asked you somebody. No, no. Somebody inquired okay. of me at one point. Um, like, how did Stegron just get this giant ass dinosaur arc out of nowhere, just hanging out in the Savage Land? And and my answer, uh, which should be obvious, was because he's Stegron. Duh. Yeah. It's Newsflash. JR is bald. So shut down. <laughs> yeah. Hornacek wants to know what the hell happened to Kazar. Kazar can't well, web onto a pterodactyl. He's, he's back on the Savage. He's watching Spider-Man and the dinosaur arc go on the sunset, and he's like, well, that's a problem I don't have to deal with. I'm glad I don't have it ongoing. <laughs> and and, and like you've got to remember, Marvel Team-Up, if Marvel Team-Up had multiple uh, uh, issues, you know, the only character who carried over was Spider-Man. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, in the early days, usually the other hero found a reason to be somewhere else. Exactly. You know, like... Uh, like uh, uh, I, uh, I'm thinking of, um, uh, oh, like uh, one, one issue when, when Spider-Man and Nighthawk fought the looter, you know, the Nighthawk decided to just give up. And so Valkyrie, you know, who didn't look like <clears throat> Tessa Thompson at the time, then Valkyrie took over. Yeah. Uh, or in issue number 39, when it was Spider-Man and the Torch teaming up against the big man and the crime master kids, uh, Torch flew away, you know, and then issue 40 was the, uh, the Sons of the Dragon. So yeah. usually in a multi-part tale, the, the first hero always had a reason not to show up in the right. second one. Although and Kazar's and- reason actually is more logical than the other ones who just kind of walked away from the fight. Right. <laughs> Kazar literally missed the boat. Right. So we Y'all, uh, y'all remember which uh, which uh, superhero in the next issue of Marvel Tales that uh, Stegron took down with his tail? Uh, Black Panther. Boom! Even King of Wakanda got no answer for that tale. Nope. nope. No. Well, that's right. It, next issue, issue 20, Spider-Man, you know, tries to take on Stegron as they're over New York City. Stegron knocks him out of the the, the, the water flying ship. Black yeah. Panther saves him, uh, and uh, they decide to go after Stegron and Mary. And, at the, and, and then we have a two-page spread of the dinosaurs on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, and um, Mary Jane happens to be at the Daily Bugle's office and mm-hmm. figures that she's going to walk right into the middle of it. And so she walks right yep. in, onto Broadway with the dinosaurs and goes, hey, Peter, are you here? Are you here? <laughs> uh, so Spider-Man, yeah. you know, Spider-Man saves her, lectures her. Uh, and then, and then we, they knock Stegron off a bridge. He falls into the water. And because dinosaurs can't swim, swim. Stagron, Stagron sinks. He'll come back around Christmas with the lizard and fight Spider-Man. But he will come back in Amazing Spider-Man number 166 and number 167, which will end with him once again sinking. By the time Stagron came. Sinking in water. Uh yeah. And, uh, the, uh, comes, by, the time, uh, by the time Stegron came back uh, into Spidey and Spider-Man comics, uh, I was I was happier than a puppy with two Peters. 
Shy Town uh, remembers an amazing Mary Jane number five. Ma- Mary Jane took on Stegron and won. I remember that. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So, so, so Mary, we got we got no, one issue left. Not only does Mary Jane have answer for tail, but <laughs> oh wait, wait. we got I we got read. one issue left, and we're gonna have to do it fast. We got two. We got a minute and a half. That's probably all you need. That's all you need. I didn't read it. <laughs> Who the hell wants to read it? The Savage Submariner, the most insufferable superhero in the Marvel universe, and yet Marvel keeps trying to 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 make a title, you know, getting uh, launch a title. It gets immediately canceled. Who cares? Imperius Rex, man, Imperius Rex. I like I like Namor, but I like Namor. Uh, he, here, let me, you like what, covers too. You here, know, what, oh, I don't mind. I didn't read the story, but I like the cover. Here you go. Here you go. He's in it for like maybe four or five pages, but it made you buy the book. So he's Steve at Gerber and George Tuska. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's uh, at empire state university for some reason. Um, Spider-Man tackles him. Oh, I wouldn't say none. Exactly. Hold up a second. Fish man. Let's wrap. <laughs> and then Namor takes him by the head and boom up against the wall. And there you go. Why am I doing spider history? <laughs> I don't know. You're doing a pretty bad job of it. Yeah. And then Spider-Man disappears until the very end of the issue. Uh, hold on. Let me keep going. It's like a flashback scene. Let me get like, I am literally fast forwarding all the pages. Does Spider-Man appear again somewhere? Now see George, I was expected to take away from for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm taking a minute and a half out of it because we teased it for a month that you were well, going to do this book. I didn't tease it for a month. I didn't read it. I mean, I didn't I say. I sent hey, the images over to you. I'm, this is what well, came I, out this it, month. I igno- it's like most of your text. I ignored it. No. Yeah, you know? I, I, in fairness, this Brad. is the last you see us. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't mean to. Hit wow. That. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I insult Brad and George gets punished. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How's that for you? All right. There you go. Spider-Man's looking away as Namor swings off. Oh boy, he had that mad look in his eyes. Just talking about it, Lance fills him with rage, and I can understand why. No one, it's like to lose one person you love. That's bad enough, but to see a whole city die, your people, your people. Woo! Doesn't make me feel any better about Gwen, but it sure gives a guy perspective. That's the end of Spider-Man's appearance. That's what you missed in the Submariner issue. And he was canceled a couple issues later after this, by the way. So all right. The question is, of the issues you read that came out this month, JR, <laughs> was it a good month? Well, I, I mean, it had Stegron. Half man, half, half dinosaur. dinosaur. It, it but had it also, some cussing in it. But it also had, in, only in your mind, but it also <laughs> had the first appearance of the Spider-Mobile. It also had uh, Aunt May and Doc Ock going to the altar. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a, uh, it was, it was a, uh, it was a, cla- it was, it was maybe not a classic story, but it, in a way it was a month of classic events. Right. So. We had the Spider-Mobile. We had Stegron. What else could you want? Says Hornacek. I would agree. Well, there you go. Hornacek also says Spider-Man fighting Namor for stealing his web pit idea. (laughs) Is Namor less tolerable than Quicksilver as a character? No, Namor is more easily more tolerable than Quicksilver. There's so many times I wanted to reach into a comic slap Quicksilver silly. What do you think of Quicksilver on the, uh, the vision? Spoilers. Yeah, it's some, like dudes. Some like, people some people are waiting to be yeah, when yeah. they're all out. Yeah, Brad. Come on. Oh, I'm so sorry. Brad, this sorry. is the guy who said, Don't spoil Avengers for me because uh I do, I haven't gone to see it yet. You know? Uh, and here you're gonna spoil WandaVision. I mean, I swear. So sorry. Brad, have they reopened the theater with the butter bar? Uh Yes, they have. They have. Yeah, good. But I am. I haven't been to the movies in a ye- in over a year. I, I, I miss going to the movies, man. There's anything I want to see. There's anymore. not. I, I hate Hollywood so much. Hollywood can, can can kiss my rear. Did um or as Stagrunner would say, kiss my. Although rear. I tell, I tell, I tell, although I tell you, about the only thing I'm willing to go uh, to a movie theater to see is is probably Black Marvel Widow? stuff now. Yeah, Black Widow. Like, yeah. Black Widow. Black Widow would get me back into the theater. COVID be damned. I don't care. I'll, 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 I'll triple mask so that it's not actual literal yep. murder. Whatever. Uh, you know. 
Did um did you see the Wonder Woman movie? Uh no. Because and like instantly it came out and everybody was like, you know, giving it, you know, like a like literally everyone I know that saw it was like, Oh my god, this was ass. Yeah. And and I was like, How did this happen? This is the same this is the same director, this is the same people that did that first movie. That first movie was gold. But not yeah. the same writer. It, it Patty was, Jenkins. It was bad. Zack Snyder wrote the last one, right? He wrote or wrote the first one, didn't he? Or contributed to it? Yeah, I don't remember. You know, Patty Jenkins did this one all by herself. Uh, yeah. And uh, by the way, I thought I had extra time. Um, Didymus, you're incorrect. We are 15 minutes over from what I guesstimated. <laughs> uh, we're, we're 15 minutes late for the next Friday night fight. No, I thought Friday night fight started uh, ten, uh, on the 30. No, so. start at 10 and 1030. I've got them lined up. So well, we, we, had, we had Stegron. We had I, Stegron. I know. I know. All right. For the folks watching it, uh, we will be back in just a few minutes. Uh, let's do a little bathroom break. And that's we'll a few back. minutes. 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 Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up. I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.